Hey friend, welcome to the Bible Tract Echoes radio broadcast. I'm Mike McCurry, your host. I greatly appreciate, as always, the opportunity that I have today and at this moment to speak to you. I'm very thankful for the fact that you would take a few moments of your time and you would spend it right here with me on this program. I'm going to talk today about a particular topic that occurred to me while I was in Southeast Asia. A topic, a lesson that I learned, not from myself, but from some phenomenal missionaries. Some people, a family to be precise, living, working, and serving God in Myanmar, in Old Burma. I'd like to talk today about this. The joy of the Lord in difficult places. The joy of the Lord in difficult places. It's possible. It's most certainly possible because I observed it. I saw it with my own eyes. I had the opportunity just a few weeks ago to spend about two weeks in Southeast Asia. Part of my time was spent in a place called Moan State in Myanmar, in Southeast Asia. you got to realize Myanmar, if you're trying to figure out where it is geographically, if you think of where Thailand, where Laos is, where Vietnam, where China is, and if you look off the southeast corner of China, you will see this country, maybe on an old map, would still be called Burma, but now called Myanmar. This amazing country is bordered, surrounded by five countries, but really, though not sharing a border with all of them, surrounded by 12 different nations. It's part of the Golden Triangle in Southeast Asia. And I had the opportunity to spend a few days, over a weekend actually, with the Davis family. The Davises to Myanmar. You may recall, in times past, I've mentioned their names. You see, Every evening before we go to bed, my daughters, Emmy and Lucy, we will pray for a missionary family. And there was a span of time, about nine months or so, that my youngest daughter, Lucy, she always, no matter what, I could hide it, I could put it behind other missionary prayer cards, but my daughter would find the Davises to Myanmar. She would find that specific prayer card and we prayed for the Davises. Emmy would normally pick a different one, but we'd pray for two missionaries each evening. And the Davises to Myanmar for about nine months, almost a year, they got prayed for every evening. It's little wonder to me that God heard the prayers of a little two and three-year-old at the time. And we've had the opportunity now to print tens of thousands, soon to be hundreds of thousands, and a little further down the road will be millions of gospel tracts that the Davises and their missionary partners in Myanmar will be putting out all over that needy country. Had the chance to spend some time with the Davises. Got to spend, actually, some evenings in their home got to break bread with them. Mrs. Davis is amazing. She is raising five girls and keeping a beautiful house in a country where the power is only on for approximately four hours per day. Imagine that if you would. Imagine a nation that in the winter, while I was there, 
felt like it was 100 degrees. That's not hyperbole. Often, it would only get up to about 85, maybe 90 degrees, again, in the winter. But of course, with humidity and whatnot, it often felt like 95 or even almost 100 degrees. And during the summer, oh yeah, there's not any more power. Of course, at times, they'll have a generator that they'll turn on, but they try not to run that all the time. And uh, even if the generator is on, even if they have power, air conditioning doesn't do well when it's 115, 120 outside during the summer. But they still have the joy of the Lord. Those young people, those daughters, to see them serving God alongside their parents, it's absolutely amazing to me to know that that family, Brother Davis, of course, uh, driving what he calls his cheap Chinese van, a little boxy uh, vehicle that uh, the doors don't always work the way they're supposed to. Uh, the engine works, though, and the air conditioner inside that van actually works, and it helps cut the heat. But that boxy little thing driving up and down the streets of that city where God has placed them, and to see the joy of the Lord, and to see them overcome difficulties, why? Because God has placed them there to reach a specific people and reach that people they are. They had the opportunity to work alongside the Peter Judson family there. And I got to spend a weekend, uh, Friday evening through Monday morning, if I recall correctly. Got to spend that time with them and to go to their church where the Fellowship Hall has dirt floors where the uh, wind, if there is any, helps, is the only air conditioning really available. There's a fan that sometimes works when there's power. Otherwise, they have to cut the generator on. And to see that, uh, how to put it, the effervescence of, of God's word, the power of God's word, the way it cuts through cultural norms and cultural difficulties and things like that, you know, thought about not sharing this illustration, but it's part of the realism. It's part of the truth. It's part of what actually happened. My stomach was bothering me. I've got to realize I'm in Southeast Asia. I've eaten a lot of different things in my time, but sometimes different uh, cultures have different levels of uh, hygiene and different things like that. And sometimes uh, different foods and things aren't sanitized the way that we are used to when we buy things from our local grocery store. And my stomach was bothering me. I had the opportunity actually to preach on that Sunday afternoon at the church. And before I preached, my stomach was a little warbly. But during the noon meal that we shared after the morning service that my good friend Bob DeWitt preached, the pastor, Brother Peter Judson, uh, he works there with uh, Brother Davis, he came up to me and he said, well, he, he had explained something and he, he had warned me about something. We were there about to eat and there was this big pot of curry. Now, I love curry, but Pastor Judson wanted to let me know that the different ladies of the church will cook for that afternoon meal on Sunday at the church there. And this particular day, a certain lady was cooking. But the issue was that the power had come on the previous evening, on Saturday evening. 
Now, that's not a problem in and of itself. They're very thankful to have power. Maybe it meant they could turn an air conditioner on, turn a fan on, all those types of things. But when the power comes on at about 8 o'clock at night, you know normally you'll have power until 11 o'clock or midnight. But what that also means is that if you have it from 8 p.m. to midnight, you probably won't have it again until the following day in the afternoon or evening. So the lady who was going to cook the meal, she knew if she was going to use her stove and use the different things that require electricity, because I don't believe they had a generator, she was going to have to cook. I think she was probably hoping the power would come on on Sunday morning, and so she could cook the curry then, but she didn't have that choice, and so she cooked it on Saturday evening. Now think about this. If you only have power four hours a day, Are you able to have refrigeration when the temperature is 90 plus degrees? Uh, No, you're not. And so Pastor Judson, very kindly, and for my my, um, American stomach, we'll put it that way, my sensitive stomach relatively, he very appropriately let me know that I probably shouldn't partake in that particular batch of curry because it had been sitting... In the heat, now thankfully evening time, maybe it even gets down to 80 degrees in the evening over there. But in the evening time, it was still fairly warm. And that curry had been sitting out for well over 12 hours at that point. And he was very kind to have his wife make some leftovers from the previous night that had been in a refrigerator that uh, did not cause my stomach to do flip-flops and, uh, and jumping jacks and all those types of things. And all that to say, my stomach survived the trip. But those are just some of the interesting things that happened on the trip. But through it all, to see the Peter Judson family, the Tim Davis family, to see all these folks exhibit the joy of the Lord in a situation that Americans like myself would be very frustrated by, would be very irritable by. I know when I don't have uh, the heat on in my home when it's winter time, oh, that can be irritating. When the air conditioner is not working quite properly during the summertime, that can be quite irritating. And to know that these people, God's people, they're the best people God's people are, these people having to deal with circumstances like that and by our American estimation, far worse, and then to still exhibit the joy of the Lord in difficult places. I learned a lesson that I'm going to carry with me for days, months, and years to come because how often do I let the joy of the Lord not be part of my attitude to my chagrin, to my shame? I ask you today, How would you handle that type of circumstance? Honestly, I'd love to hear from you. Maybe you have a similar story. Maybe you have something you'd like to share. If you do, I'd love to hear from you. Please feel free to text me. You can text me at this phone number. I'll give it to you real slow, twice. You ready? Text me at 309-316-7240. Zero. Again, one more time, you can text me at 309-316-7240. If you have a story, maybe a mission trip story, I'd love to hear about that from you. Text me today. And I'd like you to take to heart. I'd like to 
ask you to think about this thought. The joy of the Lord in difficult places, in difficult circumstances. Do you have the joy of the Lord? Tomorrow on the broadcast, I'm going to share more about our trip. And actually, if you'll allow me, I'm going to tell you about going to a Burmese hospital. We had the opportunity to visit one of the national pastor's fathers in the hospital. He had just had a heart procedure and thankfully came through perfectly all right. But a very interesting trip to a Burmese hospital. I'd like to tell you about it tomorrow. We're going to talk about sometimes the price you pay for serving God in what many would consider a third world nation. I'd like to thank you, as always, for listening today. Feel free to send me a text if you have a question about my trip. I'd love to answer them as I'm available. Thank you so very much for listening. Have a great day for His glory. We'll talk to you soon. God bless. Thank you for joining us today for Bible Tract Echoes, a ministry of Bible Tracks Incorporated. If you would like to receive a free sample booklet of all of our tracks, you can contact us by calling 309-828-6888. That's 309-828-6888. Our mailing address is P.O. Box 130, Dwight, Illinois, 60420. A faster way to contact us is to go to our website at BibleTracksInc.org. That's BibleTracksInc.org. There you will find more information about our ministry and details on how you can support Bible Tracks Incorporated. Thanks for listening, and may the Lord richly bless you as you serve Him.